It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, let's join Lori and Julia as the clouds and rain kind of go away. The sun is coming out, and that's maybe because we get to hear a little bit of what they have to say. Let's have some fun. All right, let's you're do so it. sweet and bright and shiny. We kind of <laughs> like that, Grant. Well, that's, we, that's awesome. We got to have fun when we're going into each hour with you I guys, would, right? Well, we, well, people are kind of giddy because, of course, the smart people have taken this week off, or they're somehow, mm-hmm. you know, like if you took like this Jason, whole week you took off, all this week and all of the next because week. then you have Monday <laughs> yeah. off, you know, so you really got a good long time, mm-hmm. you know, so like a lot of this is a. Slowing down, and next week will be slow too, you yeah. know, because people are just feeling their summer vibes. Right. And we were all stuck at home for a year there. Yes. So, you know, people are going to be taking longer weekends than normal, like you said, around these two weeks, especially. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we're going to be pirates. Yes. Okay. We're just putting on an eye patch and we're just getting out there. I love and just, it. Now yeah. we're going to be, Glory's going to invent a different thing that we are every day. Today, we're just going to be pirates. Pirates. <laughs> Okay, so um, yes. I promised this story last week to you, and I'm glad mm-hmm. I waited. An update on the the Pirate House of Grimaldi, we'll call it. Uh, uh, Prince <laughs> Albert of Monaco yes, yes. and that whole family, and I want Netflix to do a House of Grimaldi kind of a thing. But um, Princess Charlene, who's married to Prince Albert, which yes. is Grace Kelly and Prince Rainier's son, and in Monaco only the men become. Yep. The kings. The kings, yeah. Okay, so Prince Albert, who, he can't keep his Albert in his can because he's had so many, (laughs) he's got so many children. And the palace just released all this video because July 1st marks the 10-year anniversary of Albert and and Charlene, their 10-year wedding anniversary. So they've released all these things. But Princess Charlene, is in South Africa, where she fled to in the middle of May, leaving the twins behind uh, with Albert. And he's been out. uh, So she went to, ostensibly the trip was to highlight conservation in her home country. And she posted photos from her travels. And then by May 24, she was supposed to be back in Monaco for the Grand Prix, which is... A big darn deal in Monaco, blah, 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 because they shut the whole little tiny place down. And Prince Albert's spokesperson had to announce that actually Charlene is still in South Africa because she'd gotten an infection and she needed to be hospitalized. It was very shady, but people halfway bought it. Well, weeks kept going by and still no Charlene. And people are starting to notice. And now there's some open conversation about whether she escaped from Monaco you know, ahead of the eve of her 10-year anniversary. And now they've come up with a better cover story. 
apparently now Charlene is getting multiple multiple medical procedures. Yes, she is. Uh, the most recent of which was last week. Now, this could just be code for plastic surgery. 100%. Okay, or, but they're saying it's multiple complicated procedures after having an ear, nose, and throat infection. To me, this is the cover story for plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, and she's not going to be able to be back in Monaco for the anniversary, which is this week, Okay. So I did a little digging, and someone said, oh, the palace will release some stuff early in the week if for sure she's not coming okay. back. And they have done that. Okay. They're showing all these sort of images of the two of them. And the tea out of Monaco is not only a Charlene, Princess Charlene, done with her marriage, but she disowned her entire family in the process because they tried to encourage her to stay in the marriage for all the benefits. Because her whole right. family, except for one brother, left South Africa and live in Monaco. Right, 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 right. And right. they probably have an amazing royal adjacent life. I'm sure. Get invited yes, everywhere. lovely. Probably great. Don't have to worry for money. Perks, blah, blah, it's blah. It's sunny. But apparently he's now in his third paternity suit since they've been married. 11, they're 10 years. Yeah. I mean, you I wouldn't be surprised if the illness he, it was a STD. That's right, Julia. I never understood. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a third illegitimate child. Maybe that is the thing to push her. Maybe the STD. Wow. I mean, she got a she buzzed all her hair off like in January. And I know you don't follow like the, some of the royal stuff. Like I will follow like what the Dutch royals are doing. And I just like to see what all these. Yeah. But she had buzzed her hair off. And I thought, whoa, that's a pretty big deal. Right. Because you are really owning your look when you decide to have a buzz. Oh, absolutely. Take yeah. off all your blonde hair. Yeah. Like if you came in with a buzz tomorrow, a buzz haircut, I would... Definitely pull you aside and say, what is going on? Yeah, 100%. So she, <laughs> too. Yeah. You guys would. I, so I would... she gave us this clear and she went to an official function and, you know, the story was, oh, she's just trying a new look. But I think she was like signaling, you know. Help. Help. Like, help. What, like what's her name? Katie Holmes. So anyway, don't go back. They'll be, they'll, I mean. She needs to see her kids. Well, yeah, she sorry. does. She has to deal with the kids. But uh, someone someone wrote about uh, about the Grimaldis. They said, remember, Grimaldis, Windsors, whatever, monarchies are the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and Jeffrey Epstein's of the ancient world from so yeah, long ago. I love it. Historically, people who amass and hold on to the most power and wealth at the expense of everyone around them aren't generally known to be ethical people with healthy boundaries who are pro, prone to reason, uh, parody, and compassion. Right. They're down. I mean, they're downright narcissistic enterprises. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And Monaco is even even the worst because I guess that has always been pirate crook heaven. Oh yeah, the Grimaldi's are terrible people. I yes. Please let there be We want to do a, this. A, 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 I hope Peter, the guy who created the crown, turns to the Grimaldi's next. I hope it so. It is my fondest wish. Just think <laughs> about it. It could be who knows what we've And I mean this is just a matter of one thing, but yeah. And I and yeah, he has had that would be Pretty. I can't think awful. of how many different mothers he has, baby mamas. Yeah, but and that that he keeps like, doing it, keeps doing it. It just seems like you don't learn. 
Yeah, and it's like snip, snip. Yeah, anyway, no so we'll, I'm going to keep my eye on it for you guys. All right, thank you. You know, and Prince Harry, you know, he's in the UK avoiding his brother. And the brother's avoiding him. They're totally avoiding each, each other. China, they are. Right. Princess Diane would be so sad. She would, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm my gosh. You. All right, when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, remember in the olden days when you'd go on car rides or you'd drive to someplace and there was always that geometric dome home or the mushroom house or mm-hmm. somewhere, even on 94 at the Riverside exit. Yes, some of the yeah. apartments on the south side of 94. They're built uh, into the wall. or Into the, the hills. Yeah. Yeah. So they yes. were grass. Huts. So there's always like these weird architectural structures out there. And you'd be like, why? We had a cabin, the Green Bay Packer cabin. In Wisconsin, by our cabin, uh, and be like, God, that's an eyesore. But in Superior, there's a ton of Green Bay Packer houses. Yes, there are. So uh, Florence Fang is very happily. What she, a great name, Florence Fang. Florence Fang. <laughs> She's a retired publishing mogul. Mogul. Wow. She first made headlines back in 2019 when her town sued her for making alterations to her property, and the property that she owns is she's the proud owner. Of a Flintstone house, like as in Fred Flintstone house. (laughs) And she has just settled with a California town. She's allowed to keep her cartoon inspired additions. So the house looks like the bedrock bedrock home with kind of a nice terracotta coating over the Flintstone house. And then while she has some of the additions that (laughs) she made... Were she added some sculptures, she added Barney and some dinosaurs and um, some different things. But she purchased this house for $2.8 million in 2017. So this isn't just a fly-by-night house. Right. So the town now has to pay her for um, $125,000 for all of the things. But she had Barney put on. She had some different things in the front yard. But she's just got sculpture in her yard. Makes you happy. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. When this... Well, maybe uh, the neighbors were jealous of her Flintstone home. <laughs> I'm so. curious to see the inside because that's some low ceilings in some right? of those rooms. When right? it gets all the way out to that bottom one, I'm thinking that's got to be Pebble's room. Right. Because that ceiling is not very high. <laughs> that's right. But I just thought that's kind of a happy story. Yeah. That the, the Flintstone household. There, there you go. go. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Thanks, Grant. Um, Other things that are happening um, today. This is kind of... um, All right. Lewis Carroll wrote Alice's... Alice um, in Wonderland? Adventures in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in the book, never uses the name Mad Hatter. The character is just called the Hatter. Mm. And he has a mad tea party. So people just started to blend the two. So there's a little trivia, trivia. Okay. Never Lori, read that book. Ever. I don't like the story. I don't like anything about it. Mm-hmm. I might I, I might have, when I was uh, inebriated thoroughly on something I shouldn't talk about, yeah. might have watched the movie, but uh, that's about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> ever remember I reading that book or having it be assigned or anything me like neither. that. Yeah, no, okay. Me no. neither. No, it wasn't my thing. Okay, so now Lori and I are big on space travel, you know, <laughs> and we've been trying to figure out how are we going to survive out there without a space suit? Well, here's the deal. <laughs> Lori, we actually could. 
we could last 15 seconds in space without a spacesuit. I watch for all mankind. <laughs> I know what happens. Okay. If, this is on Apple Plus. Yeah, it's the best show. No, it is. Uh, wow. You do not want to be in space without no. your suit on. Well, you can't 15, last more than 15 seconds. 15 That's seconds. Right. You'll but burn you up. Could, but you could stay alive for three minutes. Yeah. But you're matters. burning from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Don't, can you imagine? Okay, remember the game Tiddlywinks? You know, mm-hmm. the little plastic chips that you'd flip them and you'd try to get them in a cup and whoever could get the most in, right. you know? Grant, I don't know if that was before yep, your time no, or not. I remember the game, yes. I think it's an old school game that's I, been around is. for kind of a long yeah. time. Kinda, I played it with my parents, yeah. Yeah. And Connect Four he uses mm-hmm. the same little Pick plastic sticks. sticks. Yes. Yep. They're still around. Yes. Oh, God. So many doctors. <laughs> we play doctor with the pickup sticks. Okay, so <laughs> a 45-year-old woman got a naval COVID test mm-hmm. last fall. And she went in... And they shoved the thing up your nose. Remember when they first used to do the nose ones? Oh, my gosh. Okay. It made you cry, practically. Yeah. yeah. And, but she, the doctors ended up finding something else out her nose, and she didn't know why she had a problem with her sinuses. She finally ends up going to the ER, because ever since they did the nasal probe, she's had a lot of sinus problems. She finally went to the ER last Wednesday, and the pain got worse. And they asked her, have you ever shoved anything up your nose? And she said, well, not since she was eight years old. Oh, no. When she said she used to shove tiddlywinks in her nostrils and then snort them out and blow them to see how far she could shoot them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not rocket at tiddlywinks. One got stuck. She didn't even think about it for years. They had, she had surgery, but they had to push it all the way up her nose so it would come out and remove it through her mouth. Oh, gross. How do you just, I'm going to forget about, I put three up there, we shot two, let's just worry about the third one But later. she didn't want to tell her parents, and okay. she kind of forgot about okay. it. Okay. And I, but seriously, she's had problems her entire life and has never dealt with it. Oh, wow. Doesn't that sound painful? Julia, I ate a cherry pie, oh, and it went through my nose and down my throat. So I became very <laughs> in a pie eating contest that that is all connected, people. Oh, yeah, it's just a little... It's all connected. You circle. can swallow something in your nose, and then you'll feel it go through your throat and down mm-hmm. your... Was that, a, yeah. was that a cherry pie or was it's that a your... a cherry pie, and okay. I love cherry I hate pie. cherries to this day because I swallowed them through my nose and felt them go down the back of my throat. I mean, I felt them. I ate them through my nose. No, I can't. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't even imagine. Okay, so. Tiddlywinks, though, that got trapped. That got trapped. Right. And she couldn't get it out. I'm surprised that she didn't have problems way before that. No, I know. Um, Okay, um, this is is a, a writer from New York came to the Midwest and was assigned to write a travel story on Midwest travel. And this is just such a dot. This is kind of almost a study done. Here's the things he found out because he's never left New York or Brooklyn. And he said, shocking observations. The Midwest is so shocking. Things move at a slower pace. Restaurants and trains included. People are almost too nice in the Midwest. It confused him at first and made him uncomfortable. It gets hot here in June. He never thought it would. Things don't cost as much. We- was this the guy who wrote the story like three years ago and then moved here? I don't know if he moved here, Lori. He did. He did. The he Frank, did. Frank Alato, who moved to Upper... I don't know. All right. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. Because I, I like do know the guy... recycled material. No. Well, fine. But fine. it showed up today in the machine, and okay. I didn't do the due diligence and go back. That's why we can't have follow-up and, questions. And look, yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. 
That's on. Okay, that should be everyone, the rule. Right. Everyone raise your hand and look at each other right, right. now. That is the rule. No okay. more follow-up questions no during more. Julia's random thoughts. That one is like, I've heard this story from this same <laughs> Well, it New was York a study of yeah. I know. Women are having fewer babies because they have more choices. 26.4 is the average age women are having babies, but birth rates in the 20s have just gone down. Yeah, we. Uh, you want to have fun and mingle when you're yeah, in control. Yeah. yeah. They're traveling, living independently, pursuing careers, simply asking themselves, what do we want and when do we want to do it? But more and more babies in the late 30s and 40s. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm doing. You're. Is that your plan? I like I'm it when the right now, a fifty-five-year-old guy says, "Yeah, I'm waiting to have kids." I'm like, "Oh, really? What, <laughs> what exactly are you, are you waiting for?" Yeah, no. For I, you to get younger, for the woman to get younger, so she can chase the kids right. around and take care of you at the same time, sounds great. Ain't happening. Yeah, sounds nope. like a great plan. Nope, nope. nope. I mean, no, that is a it serious is. question. It when is. like if somebody's like forty-five, fifty, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I'm waiting to have kids. I'm not quite ready. And right like, there, you go. You're not ready. Okay, Stacy Potter, who wrote the book The Project, that was on oh, our show, yes. which was one of Hadley House, a local publishing company's, one of their first authors, and what we a love lovely, that book. Lovely book. She just won um, the Midwest Publishers Association Award for that book. So if you're looking so for sweet. a great such read, a great story, The Project, and it's by local publishers. Yeah, and you know it takes place in the, at the lakes, and it it's does. about young love and college, and there's good sex in it, and, and there's a sweet story between with some the elderly, elderly people. Yeah, it's love a wonderful that. book. But she wonderful. won an award, so congrats, Stacy. So that's hey, awesome. Stacey. All right, Granty Poo, what do we have for? T- Thank you so much, Grant. You are welcome. Okay, Julia. Uh, yes. I, got, I got this story just for you because I know that uh, Wimbledon is starting. Today. And the Today Show, of course, Savannah Guthrie, you know, she's a big Roger Federer fan. Oh, beyond. Fan. Beyond. And so they, the Today Show, they were the only ones that really did a report. Everyone did the Olympics because yeah. the Olympic team stuff was happening. But before we get to the audio from the Today Show... So they did, this study was done using artificial intelligence and they deciphered the expressions of people watching different sporting events. Oh, okay. And tennis is the most euphoric sport to watch on TV. Are you kidding me? Followed by gymnastics. Where was this done? This was done by Freeview and they had artificial intelligence to decipher the expressions of people while they watched various sports on their television wow. or on their laptop or whatever. Tennis sparked the strongest, euphoric, and the happiest, followed by gymnastics. Boxing was found to be the least engaging sport <laughs> and football the most engaging. Huh. So kind of interesting. I need that. It I makes, need a copy of that. It makes people happy. <laughs> yes. And you know what? And I don't care what anyone says about gymnastics, but when the gymnastics are on for the Olympics, it is always one of the most watched Yes, things. it is. Every, it's yeah. so exciting to watch. To make sure that they can hit their flips and everything on that little bar like it's a wonder. Yeah. Yes. So let's uh, listen to okay. the Today Show give us a report on Wimbledon. I know games have happened and, you know, there's there's results, Julia, but I, I hope you're holding your water and not checking okay all right this morning wimbledon is back with fewer fans but the same rainy british summer weather and covid is already complicating play overnight british number one joe conta pulled out after coming into close contact with someone who tested positive uk government rules force her to self-isolate for 10 days gut-wrenching news for the player just one day after speaking with the press 
So I feel very excited, very, very grateful um, to have Wimbledon back, really. Not since World War II has the tennis tournament taken such a long hiatus, and the town of Wimbledon is ready. Just like 2019, strawberries, lots of them, and yes, the rain cover. What's new? Extra cleaning crews, and the stands will be half capacity until the finals. Now, ticket holders download an app proving vaccination or COVID-free status. Serena Williams will play her first round tomorrow, but suggests she won't be in Tokyo. I'm actually not on the Olympic list, so um, that not that I'm aware of. Um, and if so, then I shouldn't be on it. Also tomorrow, we'll see 17-year-old American Coco Goff hot off the French Open, and hometown favorite Andy Murray steps onto center court today. I play like it could be my last one so that, you know, I just get the most out of it. No Naomi Osaka, who will continue to focus on her mental health. No Rafael Nadal. After a bruising defeat to Novak Djokovic in the French Open, he's staying home. And Djokovic is rearing to go, gunning for his 20th Grand Slam singles win. And yes, of course, Roger Federer is here too. Nice. I'm here with the team, but uh, look, I still feel a big privilege that I'm actually able to play Wimbledon. Oh, Federer is here and he is playing tomorrow. But who am I kidding? Savannah already knew that. Get your Federer news in the studio, guys. That's all she's concerned with. Raj is there. The Raj, is there. Raj is oh, there. Raj is there. He plays tomorrow that. morning at 8.45 a.m. And I just want to save people or tennis channel people. Mm -hmm. This is on ESPN. Okay. Because I already found yeah. that out today. Yeah, but yeah, so people are excited to see it because it has been two years. Yeah, and yeah. there's and it was nice to see the green grass mm -hmm. and the white uniforms. I always and, thought that would be fun to go to Wimbledon. Oh, one time, I want to go. Do a I want to go. Yeah. I want to go. And I always think of that image of Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle when they were so cute, and we were so excited for these cute sister in laws. Yeah, to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's what's the one of the majors? What's the one to go to? Like, you know, in golf, I, it's like Masters. Daisy went to the U.S. US Open, Open, and that was really fun and easy. Mm -hmm. New York City. You can kind of do a New York City trip. Yep. Right. And uh, the, he and his son went, and they think they went to, like, two days' worth of matches. They just had a riot, and then Great. they went into the city. And yep. So I think the easiest one would be the, Open? the U.S. Yeah. Open. You okay. Know, uh, just... Right. Cost wise is there everything. one like that's the coveted one? Like, like well, everybody's Wimbledon. like, I've been to the Masters. You well, know, like I've been to the Masters. What's well, the one that everybody says for tennis? Is I, that I don't think it. It. it I Seems think like it's, Wimbledon. Yeah, I think it would be Wimbledon. Wimbledon. It's just got the the popularity. Because you're going it. to England. Yes. And, you're dressing fancy, yeah. and you know it's a fancy it's an affair. Adventure. Yeah, it's like I the think Kentucky so. Derby reigns of all, all three. There's got to be one, even though they're all equally to all the players. Yeah. But there's one that stands out to the public as like. The shining I think, nugget. I think that's kind I of think the coolest. Anyone who yeah. kind of likes tennis would they would say going to Wimbledon. Well, yeah. that's great. It's back. But I do. I am bummed Osaka isn't playing because mm -hmm. she's so good. How about how uh, Serena sounded there about the Olympics? <laughs> oh, yeah. If I am, I shouldn't be. But Serena is the most <clears throat> medaled Olympic tennis player of all time. She's won three Olympic golds in doubles with her sister. She won one Olympic gold medal in singles at the 2012 London Olympics in her best surface grass mm -hmm. and serena's played at every summer olympic games except one since 2000 in sydney which was her first gold medal in doubles see here's the thing and for at me her with last tennis. olympic game in 2016 she lost early in the singles my it's just the end of an olympic era it doesn't it matter doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because choosing not because i'm just going to tell you the olympics are nothing different than wimbledon right because you in tennis you play international all the time right 
And she had it's, indicated it's before that the no families rule for the Olympics yeah. wasn't going to work out for her. For a lot of people, going to the Olympics this year is, yeah. is intense. But we have our lo- our local gals going. She won last night. Oh, we have a couple. We've yeah. got Suni Lee Suni and Lee Grace McCollum. Paul. What does Grace do? Suni Lee is a gymnast. Grace is a gymnast. Okay. They're, I'm pretty sure she's a gymnast. Um, but I could be wrong. But Suni finished. We'll talk about her first. She doesn't expect, didn't expect uh, finishing ahead of Simone Biles, but she did have a rare win over Simone Biles on Sunday at the U.S. Gymnastics uh, qualifying. And Biles won the two-day thing. But, you know, the team and Suni, uh, boy, I was reading her story by Rachel Blount. She's overcome a lot. And, you know, just getting there is, like, so unbelievable. Right. The work that that they do, it's just kind of unbelievable. And Grace McCollum, she's uh, on the gymnastics team. And I guess um, Elise, she's world champion, Elise Willoughby um, of St. Cloud is on the U.S. Olympic cycling team for the women's BMX. Okay. And then the kid, the uh, male athlete, you Shane. know, Shane Whiskus. Um, he great. showed Minnesota what a mistake it made in cutting men's gymnastics. Thank you. Oh, that was yeah. the biggest mistake the U of M and I, I cannot stand it. that they. And I'm a former gymnast myself. When they did that, that was one of the worst, worst decisions they have ever ever made. ever made. And then they did a 60 minutes thing on it, and yeah. the gymnastic coach had even figured out a way to pay for it. I don't understand why they did this. And they get rid know. of. Didn't they get rid of tennis too? Yeah, tennis mm-hmm. men and the men's tennis tried to had a way to pay for it too. It's just dumb. and indoor track, and he's not backed off an inch, Wisconsin. Because he made the team, um, you know, and the. Minnesota Gophers tweeted something congratulatory and boy did people you have tell a lot them of guts. to take a sip. You got a lot of guts tweeting that out. Congratulations to the program, to the player. You cut and said you're not good enough for us. Bye. Good job with that, Minnesota. Nice yeah, job. Nice he job. was asked, um, he said, have you had a chance to look at your phone or anything? He said no. Uh, he, about an hour after he learned he was going to Tokyo. I've not had a time to look at my phone quite yet. We'll definitely have to send Mr. Mark a message or two. Is he the athletic director <laughs> yes. at the Minnesota? Yes, yes. Them are fighting words. I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. And especially when four months later you hire a basketball coach who will pay you'll pay almost two million dollars a year, and you have a football coach that made four point three. Mm-hmm. And men's gymnastic programs are now just low hanging fruit for athletic directors who lack any imagination uh, or fiscal discipline, or you know, it's just he he's really. It will eventually hurt the Olympic movement not to have men's gymnastics, gymnastics because it really it's will. ridiculous. It's it, not good. It's not good. So anyway, I, I like that. So he's got amazing arms. They were showing. Oh. He, I mean, they are so ripped. His whatever. What's the back muscle? His bicep, bicep is smaller than his tricep. tricep. Oh my gosh! It's just that because guy he's on the rings, rings and on that and the uh, unbelievable. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, and, you know, Stanford reversed its decision to cut 11 sports last month. I don't know why we don't reverse. I don't know. I don't know why Coyle doesn't reverse it. Was this, and I'm, because I don't know the whole story, but is it part of Title IX and funding and all that stuff or not? That's the BS Is that what the BS they gave? That was the BS But but all of these individual programs found funding and found found a way around it. And no one would listen to them as what. I just wanted to know what their general BS excuse was. Yeah, no, it was some convoluted thing nobody bought for a second. Mm -hmm. And then Kim Kardashian reveals uh, Skims got the, uh, 
uh, official undergarments of Team USA. Very cool. And I just have one question. Are those skims made in the USA? Because Ralph Lauren, who's made the Olympic uniforms, he, in 2012, Mm -hmm. he got backlash, and then he started manufacturing here in the U.S. So I I don't know about, he's been doing Team USA's uniforms since 2008. So I don't know. She's doing the undergarments, pajamas, and loungewear. For all the female athletes at the Tokyo Olympics. I looked at them. They're kind of, they're cool. Bras, underwear, leggings, and t-shirts, all in neutral shades, of course. Well. Anyway, so that's very exciting for her. No kidding. And yeah. and I think for them, because she's got like 230 million Instagram followers to sell this stuff to. And it's more, it's a ton of exposure for the Olympics. Yeah. Because it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a win-win. Absolutely. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. She calls this the biggest regret of her life.